the documented drama of an actual crime. For the next 30 minutes, in cooperation with the Los Angeles Police Department, you will travel step by step on the side of the law through an actual case transcribed from official police files. From beginning to end, from crime to punishment, Dragnet is the story of your police force in action. October 3rd. It was warm in Los Angeles. We were working the day watch out of Juvenile Division. My partner's Frank Smith. The boss is Captain Stein. My name's Friday. It was 1.47 p.m. when we got to Adams High School. Chemistry class. Are you the police? Yes, sir. It's my partner, Frank Smith. My name's Friday. I'm John Lane. This is my class. What little there is left of it. Have you seen Mr. Barlow? Yes, sir. We talked to him when we came in. I think he's in the clinic now. He said you could give us the stories, all right? It was the Lambert boy. He came into class about five minutes late. Uh-huh. I was just starting the lecture on analysis. I told Douglas to take his seat. He said something I couldn't hear, but he went back to his place, and I went on with the lecture. Mm-hmm. I guess it was about ten minutes later that the commotion started. The first thing I knew about it, Larry McLean started to yell at Lambert, said something about keeping his mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Then Lambert said something about McLean minding his own business. I started off the platform to quiet things down. By the time I got to Douglas, he'd hit McLean. After that, it's all a little confused. Flying apparatus, chemicals being thrown all over the place, glass breaking. The whole class seemed to explode. Well, were the other members of the class fighting, or was it just the two boys? It seemed like the whole class was fighting. At the time, it seemed like the whole school was in the room, all throwing things. Mm-hmm. Finally, I got the Lambert boy aside, and then the fight seemed to stop. In the meantime, he'd thrown a bottle of sulfuric acid at McLean, burned his face and his chest. The ambulance took him to Georgia Street Receiving Hospital, and a nurse here gave him first aid. Well, do you have any idea what started the argument here? No, I'm not sure. As I got it later, it seems that Douglas made some remark about a young girl working next to him. I didn't hear it, but I gathered that it was a pretty filthy statement. McLean heard it, and that's when he told Douglas to keep his mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Lambert is known as a sort of troublemaker, then, is he? Yes, and it's so hard to understand. Sir? Well, up until just lately, I'd say the last two months or so, he was a model student. He had a straight-A average. I wonder if we could see the boy. I guess so. There's anything much I can do here. Terrible. It'll be a couple of weeks before I can hold a class in here again. Terrible. Yes, sir. The clinic's down here. Have you any idea what might have caused this change in the Lambert boy? Well, I have my own suspicions, but he's only 15. It's hard to believe. What's that? When he came into class today, I think he was drunk. Oh, why do you say that? I noticed that when he came into the room, he wasn't very steady on his feet. It has to be something like that to make him do this. Then, too, when I grabbed him when they were fighting, mm-hmm. I thought I smelled liquor on him. Oh, we go in here. Fine. Right. Here's the boy. Douglas? Yes, sir. These men would like to talk to you. Yes, sir. Yes, from the police. This is Friday, and this is Mr. Smith. Hello? Thank you. Sit down, sir. Yes, sir. How's Larry? I don't know. They took him to the hospital. If you don't mind, Mr. Friday, I'll check with the nurse, see how badly Larry was hurt. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Uh, Sonny, you want to tell us what this is all about? There's not much to tell. Larry and me got in a fight. Mm-hmm. Well, what started the fight, sir? No, I don't know. He just wanted to cause trouble. Him and me never have gotten along. Always had trouble. You been drinking, Doug? Why do you ask that? Because I want to know. Have you been drinking? How about it, boy? No. Where would I get something to drink? Well, now, something's a little wrong here, son. According to what Mr. Lane tells us, looks like you might have been drunk when the fight started. He tells us that you said something to a young girl in the class. That's what started the whole thing. You know he's lying? Is he? Sure. 
He's on Larry's side. The two of them are real sick. That's not what he told us, Doug. From what he said, he's pretty fond of you. Said he couldn't figure out what happened to you lately. Well, he's okay, but why did he say I was loaded? That's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, especially if you weren't. I'll tell you what, Doug. Hmm? Let's get a traffic investigation car over here and take a toxometer test, huh, just to be sure. Why? What'll that prove? That'll straighten it out once and for all, whether you're drunk or not. How about it, boy? Shall I call the car? Doug? No, you don't have to do that. I had a couple of drinks. Nothing serious, though. Just a couple of drinks. Nothing wrong with that, is there? Where'd you get the liquor, son? I don't remember. No, this won't work, boy. We'll find out. You know that. Well, I don't see what difference it's going to make where I got it. I've been drinking a couple of years. I know how to handle it. I know what I'm doing. Mr. Friday. Yes, sir? See you a minute. For sure. What's going on? Something wrong with Larry? I don't know, son. I thought he was okay when they took him to the hospital. The nurse said she took care of him. He said he was going to be okay. All right, boy. Let's go. Where are you taking me? We want to talk to you downtown. Something has gone wrong, hasn't it? Something's wrong with Larry. He's dead. No, son. Larry's all right. He's burned, but he's going to be all right. You're lying. I know. You want to take me to jail. Well, it's not true, son. We just want to find out where you got the liquor. Yeah. Well, I haven't done anything. A couple of drinks, that's all. What's the harm in that? Come on, son. You've got a lot to explain. Okay, take me in. Put me in jail. I don't care what happens. Yeah, you've already proved that. Tell him that you know how to handle liquor. Tell him that he's going to spend a long time with a plastic surgeon because you're just a kid. 
You tell him that his face is going to be like that because you're just a normal, healthy, growing boy. I hope you're real proud of yourself. I hope you feel good. You've burned it right into your brain. There isn't any place you can go to get away from it. All right, boy, let's go. Wait a minute, Mr. Friday. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I acted like that. All right, you want to try to make things right with Larry? You want to help us out on this thing? Yeah, I guess so. Where do I start? Where'd you get the liquor? A place in the school. Kids call it Sam's Club. What's the address? I don't know. I'll show you the place. You say it's a club? Well, sort of. You have to know the ropes before you can get in the place. What do you mean, the ropes? Well, they only let kids in. You ring the bell to the house, and then when they answer, you stand there with a $5 bill in your hand. Mm -hmm. That way they know you're okay. Who is this Sam? I don't know his last name. The kids just call him Sam. He run this place all by himself? No, there's his wife, Inez. She's usually around. Just these two around the place, then, huh? Yeah, that's all I know about. It always seemed to me that Inez was really the brain. She was always telling Sam what to do. Hmm. How'd you find out about this place, Doug? One of the kids at school told me about it. He took me there one night. Then after he introduced me to Sam and Inez, I started to go there by myself. What's it like inside? They have a bar or anything like that? Oh, yeah. You walk into the living room, and there's a big bar along the right wall. All chrome and leopard skin. Real nice. There's a few tables around and a record player. Mm. They sell anything else in this place besides liquor? I don't think I know what you mean. You know what we mean, Doug. Yeah, I guess I do. Well, how about it? Well, yeah, you can buy tea if you want it. This $5 routine, what happens to it? Well, drinks are six bits apiece, six or a buck and a half. If you want to give them the five as you come in, you can have as much as you want. Otherwise, you pay for each thing as you get it. You always smoke marijuana? Well, almost all the kids there do. How about you? If you don't, the other kids call you a coward. Well, you still haven't answered the question. Yeah, I've smoked it a couple of times. Can you give us the names of the other youngsters who go to this place? Wait a minute. I'll help all I can, but I'm not going to be a squealer. I don't think it's squealing, Doug. Yeah, well, you don't have to give them names. Why not look at it this way, boy? You got trouble because of this Sam and Inez. Now, the same thing could happen to one of the other kids that go to this place. You want that to happen? No, but... Well, the best way to see that it doesn't is to tell us all you know about the place. Isn't that right? I guess so. I'll give you the names. Do they allow girls in this place, too? Yeah, as long as you know the $5 bill gimmick, anybody can get in. They allow adults? No, if they figure you're over 18, they won't let you in. Especially at the Saturday night parties. What kind of those? Every Saturday night, Sam and I never throw a party. For five bucks, you get all you want to drink and smoke. Sam told me once it's a good business. Makes for a better customer relation. Mm -hmm. You ever see any other narcotics on the premises? I've never actually seen any myself. I've heard that if Sam or I never know you real well, you can get a pop of heroin. But like I said, I've never seen it myself. Most of the kids that I know, the ones from school, just go there for drinks. Anything else you think we ought to know? No, nothing that I can think of. How about these two? You let them drive a car? Yeah, Sam has a little Nash Rambler, dark green. Once in a while, when we stay over at lunchtime or when we're late getting home, he drives us home or back to school. All right, Doug. Your mother ought to be here by now. If we need your help in getting Sam and Inez, we can count on it, huh? Yeah, I'll help all I can. Okay, sir. Let's go. Say, Sergeant. Yeah? I'm sure sorry about the way I acted. Really made a fool of myself. I hope you'll forgive me. That's all right. But you'd think there'd be an easier way, wouldn't you? What's that, son? To grow up. He checked the name Sam and Inez through R&I and came up with a Sam and Inez Bailey. Both of them had long records for contributing to the delinquency of minors. Both had served time in the county jail. Douglas Lambert was shown mugshots of the couple and identified them as the owners and operators of Sam's Club. 
We checked with Captain Stein about picking them up, and it was agreed that the best way would be to catch them in the act of selling liquor and narcotics to juveniles. We talked to the Lambert boy, and he told us that it was the custom of the Baileys to hold a party every Saturday night. He told us that most of the youngsters who frequented the place would be there at that time. He put in a call to the house, but there was no answer. 6.15 p.m., Frank and I drove out to the place. It was a small cottage on the back of the lot. The landlord occupied the house in front. We rang the bell to the manager's house. Yeah? Mr. Halsey? Yeah? Police officer, sir. My name is Friday. This is my partner, Frank Smith. How are you doing? I'm sorry. Want to come in? Well, it might be better, sir. We'd like to talk to you about the Baileys. Worst tenants I ever had. I knew they'd end up with the police. Why do you say that, sir? Well, I just do, that's all. They got a lease on the house. And if I could figure a way to get them out, I sure would. They're always causing trouble. They're all those kids. Yes, sir. Do you have any idea where they are now? Why, are you going to arrest them? I hope so. Maybe I can break the lease that way. You know where they might be now, sir? No, I don't know. I showed off this afternoon. They didn't say where they was going. They just left. I wonder if you could let us see their house, sir. Why? Well, we'd like to look it over. Sorry. Well, I don't know. What, what do you want for? Well, we think they're selling liquor to minors. Yes, they do a thing like that. The noise they made, the neighbors on both sides have been screaming. Can you let us into their house? You just bet I can. Wait, I'll get the key. Here's some place. That's uh, one of those little key rings. You know the kind with the rabbit's foot? That's it. Try to keep the officers waiting. I know I'm always away. If you want something, you, you can always lay your... Hand right on it, and then when you're looking for it... Oh, here it is. See, the rabbit foot. Well, you can go out the back door this way. Okay. Hello. What are you looking for? What do you think you're going to find back there? We're not sure, sir. Frank. Yeah, Joe. You want to stay out here and let us know if they come back? Yeah, I'll wait in front of the house. Yeah. Well, it's funny about them. What's that, sir? Well, when they first moved in, they said they wanted the locks on the door changed. I told them that it'd be okay, but they'd have to give me a key to the place. They had quite a rocket about it, but I stood my ground. They wasn't going to buffalo me, no, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the lock. All right. Okay. Hmm. Smells like they haven't had a window open in a year, Sergeant. Look what they've done to this room. They built a bar and everything. You sure were right about them. I think I can break the lease on this. I'm pretty sure. It says in the contract that they can't do any building without my permission. I certainly didn't give them any okay on this. Yes, sir. This is the dining room? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just pull those doors back. What's that smell, Sergeant? I'm not sure, but I think it might be narcotics. Look, I knew it. I knew it all along. Oh, just wait till you get back. I'm really going to tell them. I really am. Glad you didn't do that, sir. What? Glad he didn't let them know that we were in here and if you know anything about this. Well, why? You're going to arrest them, aren't you? You're not going to let them get away with it. No, sir, but we understand they've got a party planned here tomorrow night. If we wait until then, we can make a charge stick. Oh, you mean they're going to have a drunken ball? The kids here smoking marijuana, taking heroin and stuff like that? Well, we're not going to let them go that far, sir. We're going to need your cooperation here, Mr. Halsey. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, sir, we want to install listening equipment in here. We'd like to use your house. You mean you're going to bug the place? Well, yes, sir. We'd like to put in microphones. Well, would it hurt the public? I mean, would you have to put nails in the walls, you know, stuff like that? No, sir, I don't think so. Oh, well, then, then you can do it. Yes, sir, I want to help, Sergeant. That's the trouble with people nowadays. You know, they don't want to help. You just go right ahead and put your, put your microphones in, just as long as you don't have to nail anything in the wall. All right, sir. If we could go back to your house, I'd like to use the phone if it's all right. You bet. 
Closing that so they won't know anybody's been here, huh? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Don't guess I'll leave any fingerprints on the door. It'll hurt. No, sir. I don't think it will. No. Can't be too careful, though, you. But then I guess you know all about things like that. Yes, sir. I'll go around the front and get my partner. Yeah, sure thing. You fellas all work in teams like this? Yes, sir. Most of the time. Well, I never knew that before. Do you have any idea at all where the Baileys might have gone to give you any indication at all? No. Oh, I saw them leave this afternoon, just got in the car and left. Did they take any luggage with them, suitcases, would you know? Not that I could see, no. Uh-huh. Ah, you find anything? Yeah, the bar's in the living room. And what the Lambert kid said was true, huh? It looks that way. How long about the dope in the dining room? How you open the door and smell the fumes? Smell one? Yeah, it smelled like that. Find anything? No, I didn't go over the place too good, and I thought if we were going to wire the place, we'd better get on it. Yeah. If we could just use your phone, sir? Oh, yeah, you bet. Come on in.
Well, they did a good job of it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Let me hear it. Mm-hmm. Lambert boys should be here pretty quick. Yeah. Doesn't sound like they're starting anything in there yet, does it? No. How long do you figure we wait before we go in? As soon as he starts to talk. Can you check with the other men? Yeah, Turner and Brown are covering the back of the place. Lindsay and Carter and a couple of police women are parked down the street. You can see the car down there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Huh? Looks like the Lambert kid now coming up the walk. Yeah, it is. I hope everything goes all right. All right let's turn it up a little more, huh?
contributing to the delinquency of a minor is punishable by imprisonment in the county jail for a period of not more than one year. The boy, Douglas Lambert, was made a ward of the juvenile court.